and I have to tell, um, I tell people all the time, like, you know, transferring from a PWI, a private PWI, to Jackson State changed my life because I would not be DL Sheree alert. I would not be L Sheree. Honest, I wouldn't be who I am today without the lessons and the experiences that I went through at Jackson State. Welcome back to Jackson Transplants, the welcome committee for transplants. Jacksonians welcome, but not necessary. I am Ashley Kelly, the host, lifelong transplant, and a serial entrepreneur. In this episode, I chat with El Cherie, founder of the El Cherie Alert, a positive media platform and proud alumna of the Jackson State University. All right, so before we get into the episode, because this has been a very, very long time, I just want to kind of give a recap of several events I've participated in. The first one was the Mississippi Book Festival. I didn't get a chance to do everything I wanted to just because I had family in town, and family is definitely more important than books. But I did see a lot of familiar faces, and I think – when approaching the book fair, you have to have a game plan. You got to get out there early, have a map, um, have a canteen, have a tent, you know, backup gear. It was hot as hell out there. <laughs> like, you got to have everything you need for that. Um, the second thing is newcomers and natives. Um, this is an event that was started by Urban Foxes. And, um, you know, we the last one we did, I think, was before the pandemic. Um, the event came around really fast. Um, I wanted to give another shout-out to our sponsors, Urban Foxes, Summit, Southern Beverage Company, Mississippi Cannabis Association, Mockingbird, and Visit Jackson. It was a really good turnout considering that I think we pushed it for a week. Um, I was sick prior. I have a lot of excuses. It is what it is. Um, I also went to the Mississippi Capital City Pride event, but specifically for Big Frida. I missed everything that weekend. I don't remember what I was doing. But I made sure to not only see Big Frida, but I actually took my daughter. And I thought it was kind of funny and controversial here. But at home, you know, my daughter's probably two years late um, seeing someone twerk. So (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we had fun there. And, of course, uh, it's October, um, Mississippi State Fair. We planned to be there for two hours. Actually was there for four and spent way money than we planned to spin so a lot happening in october um a lot happening in jackson i guess uh also i don't know how we've survived this long but this makes four years in october for jackson transplants so let's hope that uh i can be consistent in the future for also my birthday my birthday is tomorrow um yes thank you i'm a hag (laughs) or is an auntie (laughs) definitely an auntie (laughs) Not I'm middle age. age. I'm middle age. I'll be What's 37 tomorrow. What are you? You're like two seconds older than me. Two? Yeah. Two minutes. <laughs> Three hours. 
<laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so happy birthday to me as well as Jackson Transplant. So um, this episode, I've been thinking about this episode for a very, very long time. I want to just ask you guys, is this a safe space to have this conversation starting out? <laughs> um, I will say that I reached out to El Sheree, like, I think we're going to participate in homecoming. And this is specifically because I have some family that may come in town. They all went to PWIs. I don't know if people who are not black um, realize that PWIs is predominantly white institutions. I don't know right. if white people say that, you know. I, do, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just be like, this is school. Right. <laughs> like, this is the standard. But so I was like, well, I never really participated in homecoming before. So let me ask. So I reached out to our friend Robin. <laughs> but I was like, this is helpful. Let me also ask El Sharia as well. And when I texted her, she actually <laughs> laughed at me, I think. <laughs> I, I pulled it. <laughs> I, I pulled it up. I definitely laughed. <laughs> she laughed at me. So I was like, I have to do an episode for other people like me or people who are in Jackson who may want to support. It's just in general because I'm like, I literally do not know how to homecome. Can I say homecome? You just home said come it. or come home or I, and and like I kind of like that. I don't know how to homecome. <laughs> uh, that's probably not the best one. Um, <laughs> so and I had a brief conversation before we started recording this with Henry, telling him that you know for me, I have been in Jackson since I arrived for undergrad. I've also been in school the entire time. So for me, it's like, what exactly am I coming home to? I see y'all every day. You know, uh, and then we have Facebook. It's like for the people I want to stay in touch with, I can, you know. No, but it's the experience. It's not just, you know, well, it's definitely seeing people. There are a lot of people, even though you're here, because I've been here too. Mm -hmm. I didn't go anywhere else either. So I think for me, it's being able to reconnect with folks that have moved away or, you know, got other jobs elsewhere or something like that. I think that's mainly what I look forward to. And, you know, those nostalgia moments where we're able to reconnect and talk about some of the things we did in undergrad and what we're doing now, but mainly just forgetting that you're an adult. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? And this is one of the questions, but we can hop into it. I remember being in undergrad on the plaza, like, here come the old people. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> and now we the old people? So we definitely the old people. <laughs> but but I don't like to say we're the old people. Like, you, you, we the aunties now. We the, we the aunties. I don't want to say we're old heads, but technically, I Do mean, you remember, we are the like, old heads. walking out of class and not being able to walk across the plaza because all of the old people were there for homecoming? Yes. Or not being able but to find anywhere to park? Anywhere to park. Because because, the and then I'm here. like, why y'all here? Right. <laughs> but now we are those people. Yes. <laughs> Well, and I also want to talk about a post I made last year that I felt like because Jackson State is like the major university in Jackson, I know it's a it's, lot. It's, of it's the, the university with within the SWAC, HBCU. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, you know, and a lot country. of universities or schools exist in Jackson, but I'm like population wise, we're the biggest one. We're named after the city, so I felt like when we celebrate homecoming, the whole city should really celebrate. You know, I should Absolutely. see signs and banners outside of houses and businesses and I just feel like we don't get sufficient support but now that Deion Sanders is at Jackson State I feel like there's interest in the institution where there wasn't interest once before and then there's interest in HBCUs now absolutely and Coach I feel Prime, like 
Well, and not to cut Go you ahead. off, but Coach Prime has done a fantastic job in promoting uh, Jackson State University mm-hmm. and HBCUs overall. Yeah. He is, in my eyes, as someone who does marketing, he is a marketing genius. Yeah. But you know what? I always tell people, not to take away from what he have, but what he built on a platform that already existed. When exactly. we were losing. We were losing. When didn't nobody know. When people used to say, where is Jackson State? Jacksonville, Florida? And I'm like, right. no. That, that irked me to the you core. Know, you know, like Jackson, I, one thing I can say, like the pride that exists, like was always there. Thank you. You could have had a packed stadium and yes. we knew we were going to lose. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? But it, it's, it's deeper than just winning. Mm-hmm. Um I, and honestly, like, I, I put out a post. I put out a post um, recently. Mm-hmm. My mom was caught in the stands dancing. I saw that post. That video went viral. It was hilarious. Um, but it was so many people talking about how, like, you know, Coach Prime has done such an amazing job with putting Jackson State on the map and all of that. And look at them now. They're out there dancing mm-hmm. and, and singing and having a good time in the stands. Man, I want to go to Jackson State right. now. And not that I took, you know, too much offense. The the thing that kind of bothered me is, and I had to catch myself, the thing that bothered me was, oh, you know, they think that this was something that was brought to right. us. We've been doing this. Right. Um, it's just now being televised. Right. And we're grateful to Coach Prime. Right. I absolutely love what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 definitely being televised. Our story is being told, and people are now seeing not only Jackson State in a different light, but HBCUs right. in a different light. So I am so happy about yeah. that. But let's not get things twisted. Right. And you know what? You know, for – and I think another reason why I had the experience I had at Jackson State or why I am pro HBCUs in general, my parents met at Dillard. Oh, nice. And then my dad worked at Dillard up into – Katrina, but I think he also worked at Suno. He worked at Xavier. He was a um, coach, a tennis coach. So I grew up on HBCU campuses. So mm-hmm. for me, when it was time for me to pick a college, I didn't want to go to Dillard because I'm like, they're going to snitch. Because I was like, <laughs> I grew up on this campus. I right. said that the professor's going to report back to my dad. And my mom was working for LSU at the time, and I felt like I've been in a very black, even at the age of 17, I was like, I've been in a very black bubble. I've been to all black schools. I stay in a black neighborhood. All my friends are black. I'm not ready for LSU. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to find somewhere else to go because I, I know I'm not ready for the cultural shock that's associated with going to a giant PWI, you know. And we'll kind of talk more about what that's like. Yeah. I think people who are not black, they're like, well, what's the big deal? You know, it feels good to be able to go somewhere and be unapologetically who yourself. you are. Yes. Or and even I can figure it out. Speak to that. Figure it out because college is hard enough. You're trying to right. figure out financial aid. You're trying to pivot and make sure you're passing your classes and all that other stuff. You're trying to think about your future. You don't want to add microaggressions and racism on top. Right. You know, and going to HBCU for me, even right now at the doctoral level, you know, the professors are not just professors. They're like, hey, They'll call you like, hey, you're not really doing your best. Like, you're not doing or what you're you not, need to do. You know, I the the my um dissertation chair right now, I remember I had some issues at work, and I was talking to him and crying to him, telling him all my business, you know? 
And we talked for hours, you know, and that's the kind of relationship. Right. I think the older I got, the more I progressed. It was like those are the type of relationships I had with my professors. And you can't have that, first of all, at a big institution because you're just a number. Secondly, right. when you are minority, and it's not anything that we have to debate. It's like statistics, stories. Go on Twitter right now. Somebody complain about their professor, you know. It's just, real. I yeah. lived it. Yeah, yeah. I lived so it. So for me, you know, and like I said, I felt like – there was some trade-off, you know, going. I could have went to college for free. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was something I had, to t- I had to get over, that, man, I came out here and borrowed to come here. You know? But on the other hand, it's like the experience I received from it is like, for me, uh, HBCU is kind of a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, they're offering you a full scholarship. Find, find some financial aid and go to HBCU because it does make a difference. I want to kind of start from the beginning because, like I said, when I thought about homecoming, I thought about <laughs> you. So I'm like, how did she get this pride in Jackson State? Because I'm like, okay, this I'm working on my third degree there. And I'm like, I took university success like everybody else. It was a requirement. <laughs> and I'm like, but the way, Dr. She, Lackey. <laughs> the way she operates, I'm like, I must have skipped that day. So how did you cultivate? Because if I'm correct, you go to every game, right? I tried to. I ha- I missed the last game, and I was actually getting my nails done, and this lady noticed who I was uh-huh. and was like, you're not at the game? I was like, no, not this one. And she was like, what? I can't believe it. So that's funny. <laughs> and it's not – and I don't mean every game in Jackson. I mean every game. Yeah, I'm traveling. With your own money. Yeah, I'm traveling. Yeah, yeah. Please say that again with my own money because, no, I'm not – nobody's giving me anything. And your family – it's yeah. not just you. Sometimes yeah. it's your daughter as well. Yep. It's your parents. Like, y'all are spending money. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, well, with my dad, of course, he runs um, WJSU and the SIP. So, he's working, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense, too. But, you know, my mom my parents, they've been married for 40 years. So, they joined to the hip. Wherever he going, she going. So, um, and, and we've always done the Jackson State thing as a family. Um <laughs> To really be able to explain my pride in it, I grew up around HBCUs. Mm. My parents both worked at Russ College when I was a baby. And um, apparently they had college students watching me while they were at work. So I don't know if I'm actually their child or not. (laughs) Me as well. (laughs) You know we could have been kidnapped. My dad said when he would pick me up, I would have like makeup on, earrings, but I'm like a baby. Right. (laughs) They had these girls watching us. And, um, you know, watching me or whatever. And I gained the nickname of the Rust Baby. I don't know if that's a good name or not. (laughs) But I was the Rust Baby at Rust College. And then um, after that, you know, both my parents worked at universities my whole life. They Mm. um, ended up coming to Jackson State where my dad was running the radio station. Mm -hmm. And um, so I used to play on the plaza. Oh. So I knew about the boom. Yeah. I'm I'm practicing my my J set prints. I'm 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 doing all of those things at a young age. Do you know I started Jackson State in the summer of 2003, and I went home after two weeks, and somebody told me, "Y'all known for y'all band? What's y'all band name again?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Y'all like the boom, right?" And I was like, "What?" So when I came back, I was like, "What's the name of this band?" And she was like. 
it's the sonic boom and it's not like you don't know about the right. band. I was a student and Maybe. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So I think eventually over time, I'm like, oh, it is a big deal. But I think it's well documented that I hate Get Ready. What? It is. I, I hate it just because I what? love. That is blasphemy. I love The Temptations, but it's like, y'all got to play it every time. You got to. It is a part of our heritage. Every time. It's a part of culture. It's a part of our history. It is in our DNA. Every time. To play every it's single a ringtone. It's sure going to be an opener for every single Absolutely. Event. And it's like. Other music and songs exist. It's our Star Spangled Banner. That's what it is. It's if our there are any anthem. temptations that are still alive. <laughs> y'all need to sue. Um, but I can't say that because actually my intro was actually a troll, which was bouncing the song. Seriously. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I was like, why do they keep playing this song? So, yeah, it. And I guess, I don't know if it's because I didn't really grow up with band culture. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is the big deal? Oh, God. So that's my big experience deal. really throughout undergrad. Like, what is the big deal? <laughs> you know? It's something different. It's, it's I don't know. It's very electrifying. I Even as a young girl, like, I knew, like, the boom was the boom. It is not just some regular band. I don't want hate you know. messages from your friends. <laughs> You're not going to get no I hate, hate messages. <laughs> <laughs> get no hate messages i mean i don't even play you know what i didn't know that robin and she some of her boom. friends were in a band until after i insulted them dang especially one of them i was like i cannot stand it and it was like my first time meeting her i was like she could very well legitimately legitimately have a reason <laughs> to hate me because i'm talking all of this crap and then it's like oh yeah i was in the band too and i was like crap yep. i don't know how she's friends with me Really, Cause, cause I don't she, know how she. <laughs> we're Leos. We we can handle it. We can oh, handle. You're a Leo it. too. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. I know too many of you. you we're great. You know, Achilles is a Leo too, right? Exactly. Oh That's why gosh. we're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> so, who exactly is homecoming for? Because I talked about how I felt like the city needs to adopt Jackson State. But is this something with the recent popularity of Jackson State and HBCUs? Is this something we want to open up to the city? Is this something we want to open up to people who did not go to PWIs? Like, what do we do with this process? Like, it's endless because it's an opportunity. Like I said earlier, um, it's now being televised. Right. And myths about HBCUs and, um, or misconceptions about HBCUs can be addressed. Right. So those are great opportunities for HBCUs, the I love in particular, can show, you know, this is who we are. It's not just um, the boom. It's not just the football team. Right. It's not just Coach Prime. Right. We have a culture mm-hmm. that is seriously unmatched. Right. Um, and even before this newfound hype, Mm-hmm. Um, from the outsiders, because like I said, it's right. it, was, it already existed. We were already <laughs> this crazy right. and this hype about right. our school. There is a deep love, and I have to tell, um, I tell people all the time, like, you know, transferring from a PWI, a mm-hmm. private PWI, mm-hmm. to Jackson State changed my life mm-hmm. because I would not be the El Sheree alert. I would mm-hmm. not be El Sheree. Mm-hmm. Honest, I wouldn't be who I am today without the lessons 
and the experiences that I went through at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. They pushed me to be everything that they I definitely can be. will. And I and like I said, it's different. You're not just a number. Right. Like I remember a couple of times having professors tell me, "You're not doing your best." And for me, I'm like, "Oh, I have an A or B in your class. Like, why would I try harder?" I was like, "What is my incentive? You can't get higher than that." Right. But for them to be like, "I know you can do better. It doesn't matter that you're already doing well in the class." Like, I feel like you can't get that. Or you can't identify and talent that you don't even see in yourself, you know? Well, it, absolutely. It is so funny. I just had this conversation earlier this morning with one of my um, colleagues. And he was just like, you know, Sheree, like, what is it about Jackson State? I was like, you, the best way I can put it, it's a, it's like that village that the old people used to talk right. about. yeah. Like when they used to, like the lady down the street mm-hmm. used to be able to chastise the, mm-hmm. the, the kid, mm-hmm. your kid running mm-hmm. around acting crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Jackson State was. Mm-hmm. So when they, if they saw something that I was doing I shouldn't have been doing, you know, they addressed right, me. Right. It, it was it was that type of village. And it also was like, Sheree, we see this in you. Right. We know you're doing the bare minimum. Yeah. You finna do this now. Right. And I'm like, nah, I ain't what I want to do. I don't really care yeah. if that's what you don't want to do. This is what you're going to do because right. we know you can do it and we right. see it in you. Honest God, that's how I was pushed into leadership roles at Jackson mm-hmm. State. I was forced. Mm-hmm. I was completely forced out of my comfort zone, but I am so grateful. Y'all, doing radio, mm-hmm. I would have never done that. Yeah. I was there to push paper. Yeah. You know, I was there to do run errands, not to get on the mic. Mm-hmm. But you know, saw something in me and was like, you have the personality, you're going to have a show. Right. You're, you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, th- here we are. Well, you don't know about this. I was going to ask you. But <laughs> just since we were on this conversation of who is homecoming for, you know, there's been some controversy surrounding the major right team that started at yes, USC. Yes, I saw that. And I, I actually prefer Twitter above all platforms. So I was watching it live. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, I was like, I really don't care. I don't care just because, not that I don't care about the situation, but I was like, my life is hectic. I don't really have an opinion on this. But when they went viral and started getting interviews and stuff, I kind of started squinting my eyes yeah. a little bit because I was like, they did a quick summary. I don't know, I don't know when you do interviews for TV, you have like a sharp period of time. Mm-hmm. But... It's like you guys are on major TV shows for something people were working hard on decades prior. Right. You know, um, the style they have, like, you know, it's something that, especially Jackson State, like, Jay setting, like, we literally have a dance style, you know, and... It's hard because it's like you deserve to have your space and mm-hmm. you deserve to be able to do things specific, but there they can't kind of gatekeep because that's discrimination. Right. And people are going to think it's racist. <laughs> so eventually at some point, is I feel like it has to open to other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like it will be watered down. Even in their kind of description, a summary of where it comes from, I really was not satisfied with that. And then I started feeling like some of the other people saying, see, this is why we got to gatekeep some of this stuff, you know? Yeah, there was a big, uh, and I know there was a lot of controversy about that, especially folks from the HBCU side Mm -hmm. saying, okay, you just, you should have just came over here. 
Yeah. And and so I guess for me, I was more like, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like, yeah, they could have just came over here. But at the same time, they need a space where they can express themselves too. They because do. I know what it's like when I was at the PWI. Um, I was at Bradley University mm-hmm. in Illinois. And there was only like 2 3% black. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess to build on that, because I saw some of the comments. You know, people were like, hey, I want to go to HBCU. I couldn't afford it, blah, blah, blah. And I think it is e- just easier to go to PDI, PWI. Their financial aid is going to be together. They're probably going to throw you more money. Their institution it's more popular. More it's, it's more yeah, popular. Yeah. And, and if you go to HBCU, to be quite honest, you have to do your due diligence. You do. You know, I don't know how I have gotten this far in this program or at Jackson State because I remember, like, every semester I'm like, man, am I going to be able to afford to be in school? Right. And they'll be like, hey, we don't have this. You don't have this in the time. Like, you about to be dropped from your classes. And it's like, it taught me persistence because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Does. But I'm going to finish school. And that has been my issue, honestly, through all of my degrees. I am now finally at the point where I pay tuition out of pocket. But pr- previously, I was like, I can't afford to be in school. How am I going to be in school? So for me, I'm like, you know, people are like, well, there was no HBC. I'm like, there are tons. I think there's like over 100 HBCUs. It's a lot of them. And I'm I like, mean, you that's just. not an excuse. You just didn't do your due diligence because it is harder. It is harder to find what school you want to go to and what location and the major you want. I know right. Achilles started out at. I don't remember school, but he started out in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they had a partnership with, I think, Alabama State or State of Alabama. I don't know these schools. But anyway, so he was going to go to their architecture program, and they ended it the year he started. So he transferred to mm-hmm. Southern and Baton Rouge. But to me, that's how everybody should operate. Right. So he still was at HBCU, and right. he just pivoted to another one, you know. So for me, it's like you just look for – what you need, you look for your, and that's what I'm saying. It's different because it makes you a certain type of person. The type of person where if I want something, I'm gonna get it. You gotta fight. No, for it. does not exist. I'm exactly. gonna do what I have to do. And I feel like sometimes when you're not pushed into that situation, then you can be an adult. Something, something can fall apart, and you're gonna fall into pieces you don't know because how you're not to accustomed it. to fighting for what you want. And exactly. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> If you go to HBCU, that's probably going to be your experience, and you think it's irritating at the time or in the moment. You will definitely appreciate it later. Yeah, it teaches you to be a certain type of person because sometimes I've been like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but it's going to happen. And that's something I learned at Jackson State, dealing with financial aid. And I was dealing with financial aid before it was online. Registration issues before it was online. Yeah, it it was online. I think when we finished undergrad, maybe. But, you know, now you can do all that. I was standing in line for six hours. Same. I would, I would, I would <laughs> so leave, I'm like, what online? <laughs> I would leave a I would leave a seven hour line where I didn't eat RP and then go to a six hour line to make sure I finished uh, registration. Well, gratefully, my dad was yeah, working yeah, in yeah. the tower, so I would call him and be like, "Can you please send me something to eat? I'm still in this line." I don't know how <laughs> I did those things back then, and I used to be in that those long lines with a piece of paper. Yes, and just then, one sheet of paper, and then they tell you, you know. Hey, I don't know why they send you over here because they su- you gotta go to you gotta go office. to the other side. I'm like, but this or the registrar, that's yep. clean across campus. Yeah, yeah. So I, I remember that, but that's true. Those are, are very much facts. Um, at my PWI where I started, literally everything was like on a platter. Yeah, I know. I describe yeah. it as a a silver platter. I I kind of felt like a princess. 
But at the same time, there was no real place for us to be us. There was one building, Mm -hmm. one building. And, you know, we did have Greeks and everything on the yard, but it just wasn't that same feel. There was no feeling of connection. I didn't feel like I knew who I was. I was, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. not a leader at all. Mm -hmm. I I did not try to do anything. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me just follow Right. The, the group of blackness to see <laughs> where what we're doing because I didn't know how to yeah. be me. Yeah. But when I transferred to Jackson State, yeah, it changed everything. Yeah. And then, you know, like, so I started, you know, most people start college 17, 18, whatever, you know. Like, I was a teenager when I started Jackson State, and that is a very fragile point yeah. in your life. You like to think that you are grown, but you're absolutely not. Right. And I can't imagine, like I said, having to deal with all the issues that comes with that age and then be in a space where you literally cannot be yourself. You cannot wear the right. hair you want. You know, like, you, you got a code switch all the time, you know. Yes. I will, especially right now, the same conversation I have with you, I can have with my professors, you know. And I think right. that's why we have an authentic relationship or I can have with my classmates or whatever, so it's like I can't imagine having to do all of that because I've already felt like, you know, a little bit comes with being in college or a professional mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit being fake. But I'm like, <laughs> what comes along with, like, a PD, PWI? Like, I really just could not imagine having to deal with that. So that's why I say for me it was always a no-brainer. I didn't really know where I would be at, but I was like, I know I'm probably not going to be at LSU. I knew that for a fact. Right. You know, and the people I know who have gone there – no black person I know doesn't have a story for issues they experience. And not only, it wasn't like a one thing situation. And people don't realize that when they think about racism, they think about it being like on a big scale. Like I said, we deal with microaggressions and it could be something like poke, 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 poke. Mm-hmm. poke. And you got to deal with that every day every single until day. you finish. And even when you're articulating or explaining a situation, if you have to report it, they're like, well, you took it this way. Or they yeah. didn't mean it this way. You, or, you know, you they're young and stuff like that. Are misunderstood. Right. And, oh, you're an you're you're angry person. You're aggressive. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Just having, like, a regular conversation. You know, I remember the last employer I had was the first time I've ever been at a firm where it's majority white, you know. Mm-hmm. And my position was, I'm not saying anything. Because I knew, you know, with having, um, and I'm sorry, but having white women as my superior, I was like, I have to be very careful yeah. Because even talking to them like this can be seen as aggression. So whenever mm-hmm. there was like conflict, I had to tell me something. My thing was okay, okay. When I expressed my feelings was during my exit interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm on my way out, and I can tell you the truth. Right. <laughs> but while I was there, you know, I was like, okay. Even like, you know, I had a male coworker kind of sometimes got on my nerves. I never expressed myself, and I remember a colleague coming in, and she was like. You know, they don't know that I'm, like, multi-racial. You know, she was essentially passing. Mm-hmm. So she, I felt I was able to hear a different type of conversation that I would have. And she was like, you're so smart. Why don't you do this? I said, girl, this is not that type of environment. This is an okay type of environment. I said, if you express yourself, you should be either on your way out or expect to get right. fired. Because that's, or they going to, because something's going to happen. And... And then it's not going to be in your favor. Right. And all I'm going to say is that when I gave my two weeks notice, she beat me out of the door. I'll say that. <laughs> wow. 
and it wasn't by her. But I was like, girl, you got to read the room. Mm -hmm. And this room tells me I go to work and I do a sufficient level of work to, you know, equal to my peers and I go home. I don't have mm -hmm. opinions here. Don't go above I was and like, beyond this, either. This is not. Yeah, I was like, I need to do what I'm supposed to do, and that's it. I was like, this is not an environment for opinions. And like I said, if you challenge it, like she challenged it. Mm -hmm. You know, even her looking the way she did, and I was like, girl, this is not that type. So I know even for me, I was like, I know I'm not trying to stay here forever. I'm just going to say, okay. Let me try to but when I was at the city, with all the black people, yeah, it was a different kind. It's I a different was like, kind of vibe. Hey, you know, they do some. I was like, this is insufficient. Like, this is trash. Like, I would, and I was like, I wonder why people hated me when I was there. But I was like, I was literally going to tell you how I felt, and you were not going to fire me because you needed me because mm -hmm. I was a good addition to your team. But I was like, night and day, I was like, I can't do that over there because I know I'm going to be out the door and I need to make sure I leave on my own and not be fired. Right. It can't pay my bills. So. But that's the exact same way you feel, or at least I remember feeling at a PWI. I wasn't sure mm -hmm. how to address um, my concerns with my professors. Um, I did have one that I could talk to, but at the same time, it still was at you know yeah. a certain level. We weren't going past that. But yeah. um, coming to Jackson State, like I was able to build relationships with professors um, where I could express how I felt or, or even bring new ideas. Mm -hmm. I was able to stop the president in the middle of the plaza one year when he wrote his book and was like, you need the marketing department to... Who was that? Was that Mason? That was Mason. He was fine. Good. He's still fine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> he was a fine... I was like... Yeah, because he's from Louisiana, right? He is. Yeah. But he's like... He was a attractive He's a nice guy, though. He was really cool. He was he, he was nice. He was real cool. He went left when some other stuff happened, but I was like, yeah. I'm going to be a good student for but him. But I did. I liked him. <laughs> I liked Mason. A lot of people I didn't like him, him but I really did. I, I think my the biggest thing that made me look at him not just as a president is when I, re when I approached him in that August, that August um, in the middle of the plaza, and I was like, look, um, you got a marketing department at the College of Business. You got a book that you're trying to put out. Let us market it for you. Mm. Put everything together and get it in the stores. And for that, you pay for all our conferences. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sell donuts. Yeah. Now, we college students. We are not kids. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So him actually agreeing to our terms yeah. and bringing us in and treating us like professionals and giving us some hands-on opportunity to learn mm -hmm. how the business works that made me look at him differently. Yeah. I don't necessarily see another, uh, you know, a PWI actually saying, yeah, we're going to totally do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. it was a whole nother level of respect yeah. because it's like, okay, you understand that we really want to learn how this works. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, for me, he changed my life when I saw him walking across the plaza. I can't stand and being it. Fine. Um, next question is <laughs> No, we didn't talk about who is homecoming for. Well, homecoming yeah. is apparently for Ashley being able to see President Mason. Is come he back. coming back? I don't know nothing about that. I know nothing. I know He's nothing. He's in DC, right? I think so. I'm gonna follow him on social media. Oh my god. Anyway, uh <laughs> So what is the logistics of homecoming? How do I prepare? How do I know where I'm going and what to do? Honey, what do I wear? I feel like I need to be in. You need like, to be comfortable the first couple of days 
during the day, be comfortable. With sneakers? Drink lots on? of water. Okay, okay. Cute, but comfy. Okay. Um, so What about when we were an undergrad and we used to be like in heels and walking he- across look, the platform? We're not doing that Let anymore? me tell you. I'm an auntie now. Okay. So I, Elshree not doing it. Not, not during the day. Now, I will have my heels on when I go out yeah. in the evening to the alumni parties and all of that. But I will also have some flip-flops in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I have got to that age. Flip-flop yeah. in the trunk age. Um, but I think for um, for you to prepare for homecoming. Because um, I've never homecomed. You, I can't say that. I just don't. It, it sounds wrong homecoming. and right. I've never homecoming. Time. I've never homecomed. I think the audience is mature enough for us to say, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is going to the left. But I, um, how do I homecome? I homecome by preparing myself mentally. I know who I'm going to hang out with. Like, okay, I'm I'm one of those planners. I was like, I did. I did. Cause y'all, let me tell you. And I asked her, cause I was like, how am I supposed to do all this? That miss was funny. I, and you were like, this is not a safe place. I was like, of course it is. (laughs) And then you were like, I'm pre-tired. And I'm like, yeah, you should be. I literally am because I told Robin before this, I said, I'm going to check in on my cousins, but I hope so bad that they're canceling. Oh, that's terrible have to go no you have to do something <laughs> you have to do expose yourself to the life that you have never experienced do we have to go to the game was that a real question i'm serious because you yes know- you have to go to the game it's gonna be packed it's gonna be real and let me packed. tell you people- and you have to tailgate so people park in my neighborhood and walk to the stadium. So I already know we're walking from that my is house. that is a good idea but you know it's like games are long is she, okay. Like, do you stay at the whole game? There is a rule in my family. Okay. Just the family, period. I don't care who you is, but if you come with us, you ain't leaving before the end of fourth quarter. We I stay, we stay to <laughs> Jackson Fair. We there that to the is end. A very okay. Long time. We we there to the end, all right? We there to the end. And why we all sing it with that? the Are y'all up. doing that because traffic? Or like why are you why exactly would you want us feel like No, because you go to the game to watch the game from start to finish. You you are a fan of the team. You, you are, are a fan of the game. You are a there fan. for six hours. You know, I don't even think about it like that. But you should get paid. Girl, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I actually enjoy watching the game. I love seeing what the exactly people. What is entertaining about the game? Are you kidding? Is it because men are in tights or like? Girl, like I don't even know. think about that. But my child, <laughs> Demi, is hilarious. Demi said, "Mom, I need to take a break." I said, "A break. I need to take a break from going to the games because I really don't understand." And that's that's when it was stupid I, hot here the last few weeks. Yeah, she was like, "Look, I need to go. It's hot." And I don't, I'm, I'm really not understanding the point of them running back and forth in the field with the ball. I, I just don't get it. So, yeah, it's, it, the girl is funny. But I enjoy the games. I enjoy I seeing the people. You definitely, yeah, you probably would. You probably would. But look, to enjoy homecoming, there's, you never go to work on Friday. If okay. you go to work on Friday, you already miss Friday most of homecoming. Friday is old people are on the plaza, right? If that's what you want to call it. And the day parties. The day parties. And then you got, you have the blue wagon. 
What's a blue? A lot of y'all don't know about that blue wagon. They gonna kill me. It's a secret. Okay. Don't so know. that's why you gotta come well, to the plaza my, on my, Fridays to know about my the blue wagon. Is like ninety percent white. So if you tell us, they won't know. Anyway. Oh, girl. <laughs> so like it's it's these guys that went to Jackson State with us. And they have, they have, yes, it's full, it's full of goodies, yum yums, all kinds of yummy stuff. And so we actually like have that on the yard, but it's so much fun. There's shopping, there's, um, uh, food and there's music. Like there's DJs out there, y'all. There's, there's so much, it's literally a day party on the plaza. Basically like what we do every hot spot anyway. What are the DJs playing? Because we went to Robin's birthday party. (laughs) And they started playing blues, and y'all were singing okay. lyrics, and y'all were dancing. I was like, "Can somebody send me the lyrics? Like, who has the choreography? Like, How I don't do you know." Go any to of this. HBCU and ask these. Let me tell you what I was doing while y'all were at the game. I was using up all the washing machines because everybody was away from the dormitory. So hey, I'm like, I can wash smart, though, and dry that's everything at one time. That's kind of smart. Because you know, before it's like, oh, it's like a two or one limit no, I on washing machines or dryers. So I was like, man, I can wash all my stuff at one time. Yeah, I heard them horror stories, but I ain't know nothing about this. Well, that's what I was doing while y'all was at games. <laughs> so now I don't know none of the songs and I don't know none of the dances. Well, you got lots of catching up to do. So that's, that's what you need to do. You better be listening to it while you fall asleep and cooking. You don't have to send me the music too now. Yeah, so we have like, you know, you have the DJs out there. Um, sometimes they'll have T. Lewis out there. They'll have uh, DJ Unpredictable and some, um, some of the newer, I'm, I'm still kind of old school, so mm-hmm. some of the newer DJs and stuff. But there's going to be literally everybody. It's almost the meet and greet spot for everybody that's come home for homecoming. Yeah. The plaza on Friday is the meet spot. But that Thursday night before is the block party. So I'm going to be facilitating a meditation class. Oh, my God. What does that have to do <laughs> What kind of bag do I have? Does each day require a different bag? Because I feel like. You're telling me, like, I need to bring a backpack bag. with, like, snacks and, like, water. Like, what, what I mean, what you I'm should probably me? have um, a nice little stash in your car for, like, water. You want to stay hydrated. Okay. Definitely want to stay hydrated because there will be beverages floating. So you want to stay hydrated. You might want to have snacks. So you have something on your tummy, you know? Okay. Um, but that's, that's like, the mommy in us. Cause yeah, mommy because I'm like, I need bags. a backpack. I was like, I need wipes. But you're not going to be sanitizer. Wa- oh, my God. Yeah, you probably need some sanitizers. But it's, you I'm don't have to do all bo- of that. I'm going to sanitize my body. I, I just can't feel like I'm going to put you. myself like, in a bubble or something. Man, I, I don't, she might need to rethink this whole home. Do I need to bring my EpiPen with me? Yeah, bring your Epi just in case. <laughs> I mean, you just <laughs> never know what kind of situation you'll end up in. Bring your Epi just in case. I, if you have but to there's have an one, assumption I'm going to participate. You know, this is my first time, and if I'm having family in town, I'm not going to be able to do the things everybody else is doing because I'm going to be – we talked about this. I'm a designated driver, so I can't drink oh, yeah, like everybody drink, else. Yeah, so. I can't do the stuff everybody else is doing Ooh, anyway. Honey. Mm. I will twerk. That's all I got. Hey, well, the block party is where you need to be. <laughs> the block party the block, the is, block the party is the one downtown, okay. and the location has moved. It's going to be at the Jackson State um, location downtown. That I forget the name oh, of Oh, that's my building. That's where I go to school at. Is it like 100 Capital? I, I think, think so. That's the address. I think that's it, but it's right there. It's normally It was normally in um, or around King Edward, when but is it's going to be over there. Is it Friday? It's Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. So now, we if kick I'm off. trying to meet with my, my chair... And you gonna tell me y'all are outside 
and you're twerking. You know what I'm and I'm trying to hey, get my dissertation done and get out of that school. That could probably help you. I'm, I'm going to call him when we finish this. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> you definitely have to go to the block party. That is an absolute must. And I will say for years, I missed out on that. Okay. Um, That is an all-nighter type thing. But people are buying paraphernalia. They are drinking, eating food trucks. Everything's out there. DJs. Can I bring my kid? I, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. You saw I brought her to, to see... Be that's so, different. Mean, <laughs> that's different. That was in broad daylight. That's you know, that had like a festive type thing with it. This that's ain't it. Bestie, it's gonna. I know, but Bestie <laughs> can't come to this one because Bestie <laughs> need to be in bed at a certain time, and it's going to be thick. If it was anything like it was last year, it, it, it's gonna be thick. Er. And then probably with the pandemic too, people are probably like, "Man, I've been right. waiting." Well, to do it's this. not even just the pandemic; it's the excitement around Jackson State. So everybody, homecoming, who is it for? It's for everybody. It's for me because I actually went there. It's for you because you go there, mm-hmm. you know. But it is definitely an opportunity for us to shine. An opportunity for for people to experience what it's like being at an HBCU, the fun part, of course, because mm. it ain't like you're going to start studying. But we want people to see there is a whole new world. There ain't nothing compared to HBCU, and especially Jackson State. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, like, who I hear about homecomings. You know, I, I think I hear about, you know, Clark and Spellman and mm-hmm. Morehouse. I hear about Howard, and I feel like Iris. Yeah, that's, it's like that's all of those are like the top ranked um, homecoming. Right. Um, I am ill prepared. I no, am pre tired, and I hope my cousins cancel. No, they're not because Thursday <laughs> night you're gonna hang out. I'm gonna call you Thursday no. night. You're gonna hang out. You're gonna have a blast. You're probably not gonna get home to one or two o'clock in the morning, and then friday you're gonna be out on the yard no later than noon so you're telling me i'm not gonna get any sleep because i'm out all thursday and now to turn around on friday you can sleep until 10 o'clock make sure you dress and ready to be on the plaza by noon period then you're gonna eat because they're gonna have food trucks out there you're gonna dance you're gonna meet people you're gonna have a good time you're gonna just like love yes because we're gonna be wild wild black folks on the plaza it, it's this gonna is be me thick. Anxiety. This is uh, me anxiety. If you have, if you <laughs> have high levels of anxiety, you might not want to do that. If you are claustrophobic, you might want to stay on the outskirts. I feel like it's I'm gonna be on chill. the outside of it. I'm because you know I feel like I'm one of those people who always have to face doorways oh, because yeah. whenever stay on the outside, baby. Whenever it's time to run, I'm always gonna be like the first. One and look out for the signals. There. Look okay. for the signals of the Greeks getting ready to stroll because okay. you will get knocked out because they they not that's, they not getting out your way you need to move that's good um to the boom okay. might come booming through there the j sets i mean it's gonna be so an i have absolute to hear blast. the boom on friday and on saturday don't do me okay right. <laughs> <laughs> i was just trying to make sure i had it together i was just trying to make sure i had it and then together. of course the day parties like most people leave i want to say they'll leave the day party on the plaza probably about I don't know, three, four o'clock, maybe a little earlier than that. Mm. And they are headed straight to the other day parties. So there are going to be day parties all no, across three. the campus. I am 50 years old. I just told you I turned. I told How you, you go tomorrow. from 37 to 50? Because you just aged me with this conversation. You're telling me <laughs> I have to do these things back yes, to back? You have to do it. I so, I mean, I'm sorry. So you I know. feel like I should have enrolled in like a homecoming boot camp or something. You know what? That's a great idea. We should totally package that up. 
Yeah, you have to prepare a month in advance. I feel like uh, maybe two. Especially like you if you're to trying like to if you're trying to get homecoming fine, and that's what I've been trying to do since about April. But um, they if like you're trying to get April, though. they like them girl. Thick out here, though. I know, like but at thick. the same time, like I want to make sure my dresses fit cute. I don't want girl. you know I want to be cute and comfortable and not be like ooh. Let me tuck this roll Listen, in. we're going to do a girdle because it's too short notice. And I absolutely hate them things. But, yeah, that, that does Just work as well. Just can't breathe. How you doing? And then you can't breathe. Exactly. I want to be okay. able to breathe and eat. I'm sorry. I want to be able to <laughs> breathe and eat. But you definitely got to do all that. After the day parties, there are, of course, going to be evening events. So you need to go to those parties as well. Girl. Probably comedy shows, um, all I've of that. I've seen the comedy. I've seen, like, Rita B, like, three times this year. You'll be all right. And then <laughs> Saturday, of course, you got to get up real early. I think the game is at two o'clock. It's on Sunday? No, Saturday. Okay. We on Saturday now. We just got okay, to Saturday. Oh we just got the game day. So Saturday, I think I think the game's at two. Um and then it's gonna be hot as hell at two. Yeah, but you gotta be there earlier than that. You need to be there no later than ten AM. Even if I'm walking from my house, baby, if you walk park, you want tailgate, you want food. But what if I eat before I get there? Nobody does that. Well, maybe we do. Sometimes. It depends. I know the tailgate food is good, but it's unpredictable because I don't know who's out there tailgating. See, that's the problem right there. That's okay. that's the problem. All right. This is why <laughs> you need to connect with folks before homecoming. What if I just so do this you'll next know, year? Honey, no. You're going to gonna have to dive in first so you know what to expect for next year. So you need to link up with some folks that have some people that that's tailgating with some good food do they make friends like will i make friends easily out here like hey guys oh my god yeah we, we gonna never, have to you've we gonna never have seen to work me in your life but i want some of your catfish right hey that hey that's that's because they're called be drunk, networking they're gonna be drunk anyway right? that's called networking you are the ultimate networker so. that's called networking so get with some folks and like meet greet eat do you have El Cherie shirts? Because I was just saying, hey, <laughs> I know El Cherie, so I can come in this tent. They're going to be like, shoot, El Cherie didn't pay for this room. <laughs> but I hear they share food freely anyway. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. And then some of them go all out with their tailgates. Yeah. Um, one I went to last year straight up looked like a wedding reception. Really? And, I mean, they had turf down and everything. Well, you know it was what? Nice. I may or may not be the person that people invite every year. And I keep telling them to invite me. Even if I don't come. So we'll see. I haven't gotten any invitations. I'm going to make sure you eat somewhere. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure. Because they love me. So I'm going to make sure. And these will be some people that you can meet. And I'm like, they probably going to clown you. Because well, you ain't I been mean, the one. You but. don't necessarily have to. Because we're not sure if we're going to do it yet. I can't stand. Look. Okay. My cousin was just telling me, like, that the trip. You know, flying directly to Jackson's expensive, right? Yeah. So she's trying to piece up her trip. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, just just don't come. Don't come. Just give it up. No. So we no. won't have to. But I want you to experience that because even you got to do the tailgate. Then you got to go to the game. You need to get full at the tailgate or hide some snacks in your child's clear bag because. Oh, I have to have a clear bag? You got to have a clear bag. Okay. Clear bag. I don't think I have a clear bag. You need to find one. Get you a clear bag. And hide some snacks in there because, honey, that walk to, to the concessions, concessions that that line to the the line in the concessions is longer than financial aid, and you're gonna be there 
to the game. The, you will be there when the but game is over. what's worse, the concession stand line or watching the game for eight and a half hours? I don't know. The concessions line. Are you okay. serious? I didn't know. The game is hype. We are having so much fun at the game, y'all. We be playing music and everything. But, of course, you guys know that. You've been seeing the video. I just really want to see the halftime show. And I feel like, for me, I will stay until halftime and then I will leave and tailgate. Now, I will say, I will say a lot of people do end up leaving around halftime or at the end of halftime they'll stay for halftime for the folks who got to get extensions put in and and lashes and and heavy makeup for all of the so we're doing all that to be at a high-ass stadium for all of it to mail off is what you're telling me they're gonna leave and then they're gonna go get dressed to go to the alumni parties and any other party because there's gonna be a party on every single corner you're literally gonna be able to walk outside and go somewhere so is there a Am I an alumni if I'm still in school? You're still an alum. Okay. You you attend. I mean, you still a, you're you're Alumnus. you're a student. I mean, so alum. you're still a part. You you are Jackson State. Have I earned my right, girl? Yeah, you've been there that long. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I should graduate and literally become faculty at this point. At this point, yes. Um, but yeah, so Jackson State and homecoming is an opportunity for people to connect, reconnect. Um you know talk about the crazy things they did like some of the stuff you shared with me earlier (laughs) and really to just um appreciate the love that you have for your institution there's so much history what i pay tuition out of pocket that is a big appreciation you ain't lying so that's the other thing when when you pay for it (laughs) when you pay for it out of pocket there should be an even deeper love because when you pay for something, you appreciate it more. Um, I think with the, uh, I don't want to say negative, but with some of the things like the financial aid, the lines and waiting forever for your refund checks and stuff like that, it has built our character. Yeah. But it's also um, embedded that appreciation within us. So it's like, Anybody can talk about you. Anybody that went to Jackson State can talk about those issues. Okay. You ain't go to Jackson State. You don't need to open your mouth yeah. you because know, you didn't live that. You didn't experience that. You didn't suffer through it. I so my childhood best friend went to Dillard, right? And I remember they started before Jackson State. So I remember going with her to register, and they gave her her check, her refund check at registration. Yeah. And then they had mixed dorms at that particular time too. I was like, man, I'm about to transfer that. Yeah, that was I'm not that's how it was out here. Because I was like, like that. You know, you know, when we had our dorm, well, you can stay on I campus. Didn't, but, I didn't do that. But when we had our <laughs> dorms, they had certain seasons you couldn't have visitation, and really? then, like you couldn't, they couldn't go to your room and all that other stuff. And like to be in a dorm, helping my best friend move in, and her having neighbors from Texas, like guys on either side. I was like, let me try to transfer and do it. And I actually wow. tried, but at that particular time, they told me if I transfer, I would have lost. Because like I said, I started in the summer. Right. They were like, I, I would lose all those credits. They didn't kind of get on the same credit system until right. Katrina when Dillard students came out here. Yeah. But I was ready to risk it all and just go ahead and out, you know, head out just for guys. I'm like. That's crazy. That's See, sad. the Lord knew. He, he stirred you back he in the right direction. Did. I would have been pregnant. But if you, th- oh God, but if you I'm think sorry. about it, if you think <laughs> about it though, like that village I was talking about, mm-hmm. that's how it's Jackson State set up the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, you know, your parents and those grandmothers and mm-hmm. those big mamas weren't going to let, okay, now, nah, nah, baby, all the boys going to be over here and all the girls going to mm-hmm. be over here. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So it's, to me, it was, 
it was village, it was home. And I think even posted, you know, I never felt more at home and like me. Okay. I never felt more like me. Um, okay, let's, we gotta wrap up. So I'm gonna end with a question we had a conversation about. Um, I was like, I didn't really wanna talk about it, but <laughs> are we answering the hey, big head DMs or not? I ain't answering them. Okay. I might, I might, I'm single. You're so single. I'm, you I'm can single. have fun during homecoming. I'm single, I'm single, so I might. Mm. But it depends on where that hey big head is coming from, mm-hmm. because it's some it's some hey big heads that don't you don't need to have the audacity, yeah. okay? So, but, is yeah. it okay if you already have had like if you guys have been in constant contact, or are you okay with somebody popping up specifically for homecoming? Like, how do you gauge? If you should respond to that or not. Well, it, it you really kind of just answered it. If it's somebody that you've been in constant contact with, that's different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I don't necessarily feel like that's a hey big head. But mm-hmm. those pop ups, that's just like random. It's mm-hmm. all get out. Like dude I ain't talked to you, girl I ain't seen you. You know, and all of a sudden we cool. Or you want to go have dinner, get some drinks. And First listen. of all, who's going dinner for homecoming? But whatever. But. Oh, we don't eat dinner during homecoming? I mean, you eat in between them parts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> you can squeeze in dinner. But, and, oh, yeah, I forgot about brunch on Sundays. Why? How you know I'm not in church on Sunday? Y'all ain't in church. Not on homecoming. We, you not. <laughs> you not. And if you do, you tired. That's really coming home, going, that, to, going that, to church. You ain't lying, because... <laughs> If you might need to go to church after <laughs> after the weekend, you after the weekend. But yeah, the hey big head is is really hilarious. Is it um, lazy? You think? Depending on who it's coming from, to okay. me, I think it's tacky. Depending on who it's coming from, mm-hmm. but it's it's a thing, and it's 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 actually kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people are literally hey big head. They hooking up again. Mm-hmm. These are people that you most likely have had some sort of fling with or mm-hmm. a relationship with mm-hmm. and they like basically what's up mm-hmm. be at homecoming what's up the issue i have like because you were saying reconnect with people and stuff is that i have such a bad memory like somebody <laughs> could have been sitting right next to me in class and they're like oh hey ashley you remember me and i'm like i i don't even remember what i did monday let alone who you are three four five six yeah. seven years ago yeah so right. i'm that's what i'm saying like reconnecting i'm like the people are i was close with undergrad pretty much all of us are facebook friends and i feel yeah. like we are more in regular contact all my other friends have come from graduate school who are already here uh well i think you i think you should i think you should at least give it a shot because no i was talking about getting out of it well no 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 i it. you 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 need to give it a shot okay. you, you really do um just to get the experience and see if that's something you will enjoy because you never know you might you might be like dang i've been missing this i mean but i can't bring my bestie okay fine bestie gonna have to wait till saturday and then bestie got to go back home okay because you got to go out saturday night and then it's brunch Sunday, so <laughs> I, I regret asking. And honestly, people people are so you know I'm at the airport. Yeah. So people are gonna start flying in um probably next Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. I did not ask the right person because you're gonna hold me accountable. Heck yeah. I should not have asked you for this advice because I'm gonna be texting you, <laughs> and I'm a recent 
I'm a like literally copy and you don't paste. Have to. Oh my God, I did do all this. I said, I put that you need to go to the um, Thursday block party. I talked about you being on the yard on Friday, and you need to get your JSU gear. Uh, there's going to be dancing and strolling. If you're Greek, you're going to eat, sip on something, and live in the moment. And I said, this, look, I really wrote down a whole itinerary. This normally ends around five, but people are most headed towards the other day parties in the city. And then there's the night events. And then there's Saturday tailgating is a must. Then there's the game. Then there's the tailgate again. Yes, you tailgate twice. And let me tell you all something. Don't park on Woodrow Wilson. You're going to get a ticket or get towed. I mean, at this point, do this I don't know where game. else you're going to park. I know. I don't know where they're going to park at either, but I see this at every game. And I guess for when everybody else is leaving and those cars that's still out there mm-hmm. who might be tailgating, they will tow you and ticket you every time. And I really hate that the city does that because yes, it brings they money to the drive, city. Parking so ride. they do. They do. Look. They I do do the parking ride? No, I said they do. Look, you know I worked at the city with your mom. and I So think I know she, was she started that. Yeah. She started that because you go to the games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, dude, this is a great opportunity. But after she left, I don't remember them doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, where can people follow you to keep abreast of all the homecoming activities that you're not going to see on my thread? Because I'm going <laughs> to try to get out of it. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the l sharia alert and i'm also on facebook on uh what's that page the l sharia alert <laughs> so you can follow me on all of those platforms and i probably will be sharing quite a bit yeah just tag me so it seem like i'm like oh so you're associate you. oh by association like yeah. you're connected so like, okay, okay they might they won't see me but just tag me i know how to like do photoshop now so if you want me to just send girl the same graphic <laughs> you just add me the photos just let me know i got you i got you covered but for real if you get a chance to witness the jackson state university homecoming you should definitely do it and i don't just mean you actually i mean the listeners like for real bestie it is bestie can come to some of them <laughs> i'm gonna send you a list of things that bestie can go to okay but there are you know my mom is from new orleans i will take her to a bar Lord, she's been to I a know. bar before I, I believe it i mean she's been twer- twerking with frida so I, I believe it i believe it but I, I think it's an awesome opportunity for us again to showcase the the pure love there is a love like no other when it comes to HBCU and so like this is not hype this is yeah. this is real and we've been this way however we are glad that you are not able to see it yeah make sure y'all donate though don't just be coming there and Seriously. participating yeah and not donating to the university please do and there's I mean several different ways that you can donate so go to JSU uh ms.edu not that I'm trying to I work for them, but, you know, I'm just proud. <laughs> and yeah. Also, if you are an alum, you should definitely try to join the chapter. Yeah. Um, and follow J-S-U-N-A-A. That's the National Alumni page. And we are always putting out information there and keeping up what's going on with our sports. And Did you see how they acted up behind that guy with the locks, the football player? I don't know his name. Which one? I don't know, but his picture went viral over all the other football Oh, players. that baby that picture. The Miami? The yes, Miami? yes. I forget his name, but he is now, um, he's got an NIL, I think, through Reed Entertainment. They were asking him. I'm mean, Enterprise. Like, I keep calling him Reed if Entertainment. If he wanted like, a home-cooked meal, if he oh, needed yeah. somewhere to wash his clothes. The aunties, <laughs> the aunties, the cougars, they was out there. They yeah. was looking for him, looking for the babies. 
Um, but he does. It's, it's funny because I don't think he does that on purpose. Mm-hmm. He literally, when um, I would see them get on the plane mm-hmm. when they're traveling. Yeah. Like, he just be in his zone. He'll have his headphones on. And they mm-hmm. just got this undeniable swag they that do. is just so infectious. And, mm-hmm. yeah, these women, like, hey, we didn't have these at Jackson State when we was there. Sure did not. Yeah, I'm so I, I feel I them. I understand. We did not. I understand. And, <laughs> and I have to remind myself, you are 40. Sit down. But, you know, you're also single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we're going to end right there. You guys can follow me at Jackson Transplant, spell GXN, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.